Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Dominique has served for 20 years as a registered nurse specializing in cardiac and surgical care. From open heart surgeries to births and deaths, she's come to know intimately the human's biggest fears and deepest regrets. She's learned deeply about the practice of Tantra, which is the merging of meditation and intimate bliss, connecting deeply with your partner and with yourself. She believes when you say yes to Tantra, lovemaking isn't just a thing you do. It's a place you go. Whether you're solo or with a partner, anyone can harness the power and energy of Tantra to manifest their dreams, expand their possibilities, and live the life they imagined. So many of us long for true connection, but are unsure how to pursue desire and experience pleasure. And through Tantra, Dominique helps people heal their hearts as a relationship coach by blending science and spirituality to better understand our bodies, respect ourselves, and deepen our connection with our partners. Today, as a certified transformational Tantra coach, she guides others to master self-love and experience the power of bliss and soulful connected love. Her mission is to help you live your life from a place of magic, love, and abundance. Please welcome Dominique to the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm so excited to bring you Dominique today. How are you doing, Dominique? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm really excited because, and I always say that, I say I'm really excited on every episode, but today in particular, we are not just talking about sex. We are talking about Tantra and Taoist Tantra, and what does that mean for the body? What does that mean for the soul and the spirit and all the other aspects of our sexuality that can really connect us to the infinite consciousness? And what does that look like in our partnership? So this is going to be a super juicy episode. Um, but first, before we get into all that, we I love for our listeners to hear more about you. Like, what's your story? What's been your journey? How did you come and stumble upon this type of information? Um, and what what makes you you so passionate about it? Well, I was interested in Tantra many years ago, probably about 20 years ago initially. And I was born and raised in Texas. So I went to Barnes and Nobles and I got a book called The Idiot's Guide to Tantra. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of, or The Dummy's Guide, you know, and I was kind of a dummy because I went home and I shelved the book. I just set it on my shelf because I was under the misconception that I needed a partner to begin. And that's uh. a common misconception. If I had opened the book, I would have seen like, oh, there's actually things for me to do solo practices with Tantra. But I didn't. <laughs> um, and then I packed when I did my travel nursing and I went to California. I came out to California over 10 years ago, I even, you know, in my car with my things, that book came along with me, put it back on a shelf. And then a few years after being in Los Angeles, I went on a date with someone and I had no idea that he had studied Tantra and mastered all these techniques. Mm -hmm. and, and then he also even dated a Tantra coach. So, you know, his level of mastery was really on point. And I didn't know that though, when we were first intimate together. So when we were intimate, it was like nothing I had ever experienced and mm -hmm. it completely transformed my life. So that just put me on a mission mm -hmm. because I realized that even more than me being a nurse for so many years, that pleasure is medicine. And that's how I had my healing, just like Marvin Gaye, sexual healing. <laughs> I think this is a really beautiful concept because sex as a topic is often tabooed and set away in our religious communities. And then on the other spectrum, it's, it's, um, pushed to the extreme, if you will, to where it's supposed to be just this urge and it's just animal and it's, um, there, there's a, a, a mystery of this, this consciousness that we took out of it. Essentially, it becomes this rote routine or it becomes this, like, let me get rid of this urge real quick or, you know, and it, and it, it's, there's no in between, it seems like. So, um, I'm super interested in this topic because I know what breath work can do. Mm -hmm. I know yes. what, 
aspects of intimacy and connecting to your partner can do. Um, so kind of first, before we get started, is explain what is Taoist Tantra? Well, first, it's not Taoist Tantra. Taoist techniques are completely, it's like different because Taoist um, practices, they come from like Asia mm-hmm. and their ancient techniques as well, though. And then Tantra is, you know, comes from India. So mm-hmm. different lineages, you know, from different different cultures, but a lot of the very same wisdom. So um, the Sanskrit word Tantra means weaving or looming or bringing things together. So when I coach my clients, I see the power of the Taoist techniques. And I've trained with some of the the masters in the Taoist techniques, like with Lantak Chia. Mm -hmm. I've attended his workshop. So I incorporate both of those things together Mm -hmm. to make a really powerful and profound practice for my clients so that they can, you know, have a, you know, amplify the experience that they can have Mm -hmm. when they are able to learn this and embody this. So what is it? um, So the essence of weaving, I heard that Tantra was also um, called expansion and liberation uh, and the explanation. explanation of what the words meant. Um, so the aspect of Tantra is not only sexual, it is more of a spiritual principle, right? Correct. Correct. It's just putting all your energy or, you know, we were created from sexual energy and unfortunately there's so much shame in our society, you know, just in the world around sex and it's very repressed because there's a lot of power in our sexual energy. So it's just the repression of that power, but having shame about it doesn't make any sense because we all came from sexual energy. So when we act like it's such a horrible thing, if it didn't exist, we would not exist. Right. So just the way it brought us into this world and gave us life, we can use it to create the lives that we want. Mm. So when we know how to tap into that and understand the power that we have, instead of playing small or being in shame or using it, letting those sexual urges and letting that power take over us, you know, we take our power back Mm. and we learn, you know, we learn how beautiful it is and all the possibilities that can be created from it. But Tantra is about, you know, um, bringing a lot of wisdom of a lot of different things, having a meditative practice, having that focus, that meditative mind is really important. It helps you more with um, your self-awareness with your relationship with yourself and your relationship with yourself is going to impact your relationship you're going to have with your partner and anyone in your life. And the other thing is that you, you have more presence and deeper intimacy because a lot of times when we're intimate and we have sex, or I wouldn't say intimate, a lot of times when we have sex, we can be really distracted, you know, yeah. and we can be thinking of something else that happened during the day and we're really not fully present with that part, that person. And so the Tantra with having the meditation, it helps you to like really be able to focus in. Mm-hmm. And so white Tantra is focuses on breath work, meditation you know, those kind of things of like working on your, on your body and moving your energy a little bit in your body and having that vibrational energy. Yeah. Yes. And then pink Tantra focuses on your heart chakra, which mm-hmm. your heart chakra chakras are different energy centers within right. your body. And so your heart chakra is in the middle of your, you have seven chakras in your body. Um, you have some that go above and below, but in your physical body, there's seven. And the, the heart chakra connects the upper chakras to the lower chakras and also it connects you with the world. Mm-hmm. So pink Tantra focuses on your heart chakra and self-love and also helping you to be able to open your heart chakra so that you're able to have better relationships with other people. Because so often we end up losing that our ability to be vulnerable because we see it as weakness. Right. And we've shut things down. We either shut our heart chakra down and we're guarding it because of either a wound that we have from our parents, something that happened when we were children, or a past lover relationship. And we're like, oh, I'm not going to be hurt like that again. Mm -hmm. So we close off and we feel like we're protecting ourselves. So we put up this wall. But that, that same wall that we think is protecting us is actually blocking a lot of amazingness and blessings that can be coming our way, a lot of experiences. Right. So, and then red Tantra talks about using your sexual energy, your arousal energy through self-pleasure practices, or if you have a partner to do them with your partner Mm -hmm. and just using that energy, your sexual energy, that arousal, then merging that together with your breath work techniques Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and knowing how to circulate that energy through your full body and even using that movement of that energy to open up any blockages you have in your chakras. Beautiful. Um, so that leads me to one of my questions where we talk about the grand taboo of masturbation or self-pleasure. And speaking to that, um, I, there was a, a episode that I listened to speaking of the, what is it? Matcha, Maka Chia? Montauk Chia. Montauk Chia. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where um, I was listening to a podcast about some guys talking about that book, Multi-Orgasmic Man, and talking about how they participate in the no fapping or no uh, ejaculation Mm-hmm. Uh, movement. They still do self-pleasure, but they don't uh, ejaculate and learn how to have orgasm without ejaculation because the ejaculate itself, um, sorry guys, <laughs> is uh, the life force energy and about being very um, specific about when to express that life force energy because it's the sperm itself is there to create life. So right. I've heard that and I think that's to me that's fascinating, which I would love to dig into um, the male aspect of it first, but then also the female aspect of that. And what does that look like for the woman? Does that mean that women shouldn't orgasm as well, since we don't have the same type of life force energy that we exert during climax? Well, the difference that's such a great point, a question that you have. The difference is that for females, whenever we orgasm, the energy goes inward. Mm-hmm. That's why we can be a little more charged up mm-hmm. after, after sex and after an orgasm where males, whenever they have an orgasm, if they haven't mastered these other techniques, they'll ejaculate with that and their orgasm and their energy is outward. Mm-hmm. So then that's where you see that the males will freak, fall asleep very easily. Whereas the, the female will feel more charged up for a bit, you know, because mm-hmm. you've, you've got had kind of that experience of that energy flowing through your body. So, so males, they have to be careful because if they are frequently ejaculating and even with self-pleasure, they're just literally draining their life force energy. It's your chi, your vital energy. And in Taoist techniques, it's believed that the reason that the life expectancy for females is typically longer than males is the fact that um, males will lose that kind of essence from frequent ejaculation. So it decreases their lifespan. So they even did a study, I think on some like worms or something like this. It's in Uh one of Montagia's books where they were able to get it to where they would have sex, but they made it, I guess, where they couldn't ejaculate. And they looked at, they, they looked at the life expectancy because I think the lifespan was supposed to be like 30 days for these worms. But when they did this other little thing on them where they weren't draining their fluid, they live like two to three times longer, like for several months. Whoa. Yes. And so Montauk Chia does talk about that. So, you know, a lot of times with males, if they're frequently like watching porn or things like that, and they're frequently ejaculating, they just don't have that extra power to actually go for what they want to go for in life. It can be like a big kind of, you know, a detriment to them in a way. Mm -hmm. And so it's just one of those things where our sexual power, our sexual energy is, can be a superpower for us. But when we allow our sexual urges to take over us and we, you know, we don't know how to have that level of self mastery, then we're not going to, you know, we're not going to elevate up to our full potential. Mm -hmm. So females can orgasm more frequently and just being mindful and using your breath work and what your, your intention and how you're caring for yourself in the process. You know, sometimes if you're watching, you know, pornographic images that can be, have a lot of negative energy and and, you know, things in there that are kind of low vibration right. might not be the best thing for you to always watch. I'm not saying never. I mean, sometimes we all can have junk food sometimes, right? Like mm. you just have to understand and have an awareness of the energy around you, the energy you're taking in and what you're choosing to consume either by what you're watching, the music you listen to, the food yeah. that you're eating and the environment you're in. So it's yeah. all just mastery of your energy, the energy in your environment, the energy in your body. That's I, I think that's incredible. I, I think on the one they spoke about his book and said that um, a male's lifespan or I guess ejaculation span was about six thousand ejaculations, if you in a will. lifetime or maybe four thousand in a lifetime, something, yeah, something like, like, that. like that. Yeah. Yes. Um and so if they're running that up pretty quickly early on in life, then you're, you're taking away from that. And I guess like I've talked, I've heard men speak about that too, about how it really, um, affects their drive 
like not just sex drive, but like their drive to accomplish things and like other things in their life or whatever the motivation aspect, um, especially when it comes to even relationships, uh, the way that they treat relationships and where their mind ends up being. I was just curious for the woman if it's the same um, or if it's different. And since our energy goes upward, should we then be masturbating more often or should like, yeah, it could be definitely recharge you and be a booster for, for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And also as far as like with males to go back to that, Montauk Chia says that males, depending on how healthy you are and your age is going to um, dictate how frequently you should be ejaculating per week or per month. Okay. So there's, you know, you just look at those factors and then that's where you kind of gauge and where you are. But then when I coach my male clients, I teach them how to separate their orgasm from their ejaculation. So then what they're able to do is have multiple orgasms and then they're not drained. And then they can actually have like a full body orgasm and actually be charged up from it as well. So I don't, I'm not going to ask you to give away your secret sauce for your clients, but if there is a technique, like what does that look like for someone to separate their orgasm from their ejaculation? And like, how do you even begin to teach someone how to do that? Well, you just teach them not to let go of their secret sauce. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, it's a, it's a quite a long process because of the fact that if you, you know, when you think, reflect back when we first begin to masturbate, um, when we're younger, we, we do it quickly because we don't want to be caught by our parents. So same for males. They've, they've done it quickly, get from point A to point B. And so in the neuroplasticity, neuroplasticity in your brain, that groove is continuing, you know, that pleasure pathway is there. And the more frequently they use it, the brain, the groove there gets like deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. So I just have to coach and guide my clients on how to create new pleasure pathways and then have a different experience with their pleasure mm-hmm. and just trying to extend and prolong their, their ability to have pleasure instead of, you know, doing everything very quickly. Right. So because that would affect them in the day-to-day process because that's where that pathway goes. Exactly. With exactly. And now if, so you've got to think sometimes when I meet with my clients, they've already been doing this and have this habit of doing it for decades, the way they've yeah. already been doing it. So just, to, it's kind of like relearning, you know, learning something new. So to teach them, sometimes it can take like six months to a year. I coach clients like usually three to six months and they can continue to do the things that I've taught them on their own and just continue to, to improve in their level of mastery. Mm-hmm. But I also had a client I just teach through Skype and Zoom. I teach clients all around the world and I've never met him in person. He's about 55 uh, to 60 years old. And in three months of coaching, he was able to have this level of mastery. And I have a testimonial video of him. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I thought, yes. Yeah. Yes. And so he's just telling you, didn't he say like, oh, I feel so energized. I never knew I could yeah. have this experience in my body. And he was able to learn it in three months. So it just depends mm-hmm. on the person. And also he already had a meditation practice in place. You know, we, there's just certain things, you know, that, that help to speed up the process. And also it's just like going to the gym. You're not just going to go to the gym yeah. or have a trainer and then you're going to be ripped after one session. And then how much are you doing your, your work on yourself and do, putting the reps in and right. doing the stuff to learn it? Yeah. Now that's something that men can do and learn how to be able to kind of open up some of their um, new sexuality, new experiences and pleasures that they can get into. What are things that women can do? I do hear about a lot of women who struggle to orgasm, um, struggle to orgasm with a partner, uh, things like that. So like, what are some practices or things that, that you might advise a client who has issues with that? Yes, I just teach them other tantric techniques and do pleasure mapping and other things with them that they do on their own. So they have a different experience in their body. They can, un- they can discover new things about themselves and just try different sensation play. You know, also the, like I mentioned the heart chakra for females, when the heart chakra is closed off and blocked, that also impedes their orgasmicness. Because part of, you know, part of being able to have an orgasm when you have that, especially with a partner, you know, it's easier for us to do that on our own than with a partner, Mm -hmm. but just feeling like we're in a safe space where we can completely be vulnerable with that person because it is an art. It's a, it's the art of surrendering. You're literally surrendering to that person 
and you're being so vulnerable. And if you're not sure that you really trust that person, if something you have some doubt, even in your subconscious mind, it can hold you back because your body, your body, you know, we can be fooled sometimes about our body. Yeah. It's going to tell us sometimes if something isn't right for us, or, you know, if the person just doesn't know how to go about communicating with us and showing us in the right ways where we do feel safe, or is there other wounds from, you know, inner child healing that I help my clients on the going, you know, through the mother wound, the father wound, ships, getting rid of energetic cords. I mean, there's a lot of things we can look at, but inviting them to have pleasure in a different way, because we do know too, that as females, when we sell pleasure, we can also go from point A to point B very quickly because we have a lot of things to do and we have a lot of tasks and there doesn't seem to be enough time in the day sometimes. So then we'll just go in and we have that one little tape in our mind that seems to get us there. Right. And right. we'll do that. So it's kind of the same thing. So, but if our partner was to be that quick with us, we may be offended you yeah. know, or upset, but we have to treat ourselves the way we want the best lover to treat us. We have to be our own best lovers. So I do have a program called the OM method and it's called the, for, um, it's OM for orgasmic magic method. And it helps with like manifestation and more pleasure. And so I just tell them to, you know, self-pleasure and use, you know, go into those self-pleasure practices and kind of make a ritual of really you know, enjoying themselves, doing the breathing, feeling that sexual energy through their body. And then also using that with some law of attraction techniques and some other tantric practices. It's also known as sex magic. Yeah. So that you can manifest. And I, I know I shared what is that because we've talked about, I mean, I've heard about that and I'm like sex magic. What is people, what are people talking about that you can manifest through your sexual energy? Yes, because we were, like I said, it's our life force energy. It is our most creative energy. We were creative from sexual energy. So whenever we have clarity and we know what it is in life and we infuse that like law of attraction with our sexual energy, then that just has things happen for us in, in a very powerful way. So a lot of businessmen, businesswomen, you know, in the business industry field of uh, being successful, very popular book printed in the 1930s by Napoleon Hill is Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Many people in the business industry, they read that book like multiple, multiple times. Mm -hmm. Very well respected in having to be successful in the world. Yeah. Chapter 11 in that book is dedicated to the art of sexual transmutation. Really? So, <laughs> yes. So, book. I don't think I read through the whole thing. <laughs> I know you had to get to chapter 11 and every time I read it, I get new insights. It's just amazing. It's like, depending on where you are on your journey, then you visit it again and then you'll get a whole, you know, something else will really break through for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the sexual transmutation, these are techniques that Nikola Tesla, Einstein and Steve Jobs did to tap into their creative genius hmm. and to, you know, like Nikola Tesla, handsome man was single didn't get married he was knowing how and using his sexual energy towards what he wanted to create in the world hmm. so that he would have that energy to put that sexual energy towards his passion mm -hmm. so it's really powerful i mean we were created yeah. from it so if it can create life like imagine what it could your energy can do if you understand the power of it but a lot of times we don't understand the whole power that we have within us and we just keep looking outside of us to find something to make us feel better or, you know, a status symbol or something else to give us gratification. But we have everything here within us. It's mm -hmm. super amazing. We just don't take the time to discover that and to tap in to our power. Wow. So mm -hmm. if, if you check my Instagram, it's at yes, Tantra on one of my little story highlights, there's one that says Tumblr. Mm -hmm. You click that Tumblr one. It, I found a YouTube video that I put in my Tumblr post and it is um, just the excerpt and it's in, in writing. You can read it. It's a video of chapter 11 from Think and Grow Rich just oh, okay. on that part. Yes. Yeah. That's so interesting because I think that the way in which our world has created so much shame around sex has, has kind of handicapped us in a way, made it taboo. So then it's something that is you know, considered negative or, or gross or, you know, like taboo. Um, but also chained us up a little bit. And as far as like not being able to allow us to be able to tap into our highest power. 
So if you can give me an example of just a tangible example for our listeners of what would a tantric exercise look like um, either solo or with a partner. You can pick anyone that you like, but like just to give someone a tangible idea of what that looks like. Well, with a partner, it's just if the both people um, meditate, they have a meditative practice really helps. And knowing how to do breath work, like there's tantric techniques of like eye gazing. And when you're looking into your partner's eyes, you're going to look into their left eye because that's the receptive side of the body. So, and holding eye gazing and because that's intimacy and like into me, you see, or into me, I see, if you do it with mirror work for solo practice. And then just when, when you are with a partner though, matching the breath and the breathing and just having presence and feeling that connection with them, mm-hmm. you get too much in a rush. And I used to do the same thing. Look at Cosmopolitan magazine. What are the latest sex position? And we kind of get lost in the acrobatics and the performance part of sex. Mm-hmm. And we've forgotten how to connect in mm-hmm. and with our partners. So if you would just take that time and you just really could even start to feel that energy exchange between both of you, you can just ride waves of pleasure for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the, and self pleasure rituals are just all about like taking more time for yourself, doing the deep breathing. And for females, one thing that helps them a lot with orgasms is if you notice often right before you're going to orgasm, you will tense up. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, you know, it just feels so good and so overwhelming. So then all of a sudden you just kind of constrict, you know, you contract. Mm-hmm. So, you know, orgasm requires expansion, not contraction. Yeah. So you need to just keep breathing. Even at that point, just remind yourself to keep breathing and taking nice, full, deep, rich breaths because that is going to allow more oxygenation into your blood flow. It's also with being more open, it's going to have more blood going there, more oxygenation, and then your orgasms will be more powerful. Mm. So sometimes when people say, Oh, I can't orgasm. Sometimes it's just that they, they tense up right in that moment or they're, they're feeling nervous about it or just that feeling of surrender. Cause it's kind of an out of body. It's a very different state. Right. Mm -hmm. So which is another reason that it's so great with law of attraction because you're in a different state of mind. You're not too much in your overthinking mind and you're a little more connected to like source or the universe. So when you're manifesting in that moment, like when, like, are you thinking of it throughout the entire practice? Are you thinking about it just during the peak? Is it an after sensation? Like how does one manifest through this energy properly? Yeah. Well, you're just putting your intentions, even whenever you're going to be intimate, knowing what your intentions are, just studying some things like on law of attraction. And I'm thinking of those things almost like a mantra in your mind when you're in that orgasmic place in Mm -hmm. that state of mind. Sometimes you're going to not really remember to do it because you're, you're just kind of out, right? (laughs) So sometimes even with self-pleasure, something like even having a sticky note or a little note or something written on your hand of like what it is and just Mm -hmm and just lay within that energy and like let that surround you and think about what it is you want to manifest. But it goes really deep even with opening your your chakras, which I help my clients with a lot of the chakra healing. Mm -hmm. And earlier you did touch on this when you said a lot of people could be more from a primal state with their sexual energy. And I know prior to Tantra, I was that way too. Mm -hmm. I was more like um, Samantha from Sex in the City. And so I was already having better sex the majority of people my friends were always asking me for advice mm-hmm. they were telling me I should write a book and I just thought you know I just had experienced you know amazing sex already and when I discovered Tantra and I had that first experience with someone who was able to have multiple male orgasms without ejaculating and be present with me with that kind of presence and holding space for hours it was such for a hours yes yes Yes, for like, and it seems timeless. It's like transcendental. It's timeless. It seems almost as if time stops for both of you. And even though there's so much juiciness and yumminess and amazingness that's happening in those moments, at the same time, it almost seems like it could be just 20 minutes just went by. Mm-hmm. And so you just feel such, such immense pleasure. So whenever I had experienced this, I realized that I had only scratched the surface of what was possible for me with pleasure and with sex. Mm-hmm. And so that, that put me on the journey of, um, and I, there I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, okay, if I never knew this was possible within my body, 
and no one's ever talked to me about this. And I didn't even know this. What else, I mean, like, what else can I do that I have not been educated about or that's been hidden from me? Yeah. And, and, and I don't drink alcohol or anything. I was not, did not have any drugs on my system. And it, it was literally though I did feel high. Mm-hmm. It was just such an amazing experience. But yeah. a lot of people don't know that they can have that. So yeah, it was a, it transformed my life. I love that. Um, because it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's only an aspect to increase your pleasure to orgasm, but also what it does in order to connect you to source in that yes. way. It's like, um, yes. multidimensionality or some type of other ultra consciousness that you're able to tap into. And in that way it becomes more spiritual. Is that what you mean? Yes, exactly. So before when I was more like Samantha and sex in the city, my energy, we have, you have the seven chakras. Yeah energy center to your body. So usually people usually operate from their bottom three chakras, your root chakra, your, you know, your, um, sacral chakra, your solar, yeah. you know, your solar plexus, and you have your heart chakra, your throat chakra, your third eye, and then your crown chakra. But most people just circulate everything and all that energy in this like loop, like being on a hamster wheel, just mm-hmm. through the bottom three chakras, you start to go up and then you ha- get a scratch, you get a fix and then you go back down. And so you're, you're operating from a very primal place and you also won't be as in control of your emotions. Sometimes you can be very impulsive. You can be very quick to anger and you want it like really impulsive and maybe not make the best choices sometimes. Cause it's just like, you just have got to mm-hmm. have that release and you've just got to be with someone. You've got to hook up with someone, you know, whatever. So a lot of times people, they, they all the energy goes and we circulate it through the bottom three chakras so then it's all like in the pelvic area. Yeah. So that just makes all that energy just builds and builds and increases. And that's when we don't have a balance with our emotions. We can be quick to anger because we're just operating very primal needed. Just like even right now with what's happening, everyone being so focused on toilet paper, that is your root chakra. That is <laughs> your root chakra is down where your sex organs between your perineum, between mm-hmm. your, uh, where your rectum is. And that is your safety your security, your tribe, things to do with your parents are with the root chakra. So a lot of times with people to have this other experience is like going back and doing the healing on each one of these chakras. Now, whenever I had this experience, then I was able to open up the energy and through my heart chakra. And then I opened up and then the energy went all the way up to the third eye to the crown. So I like had an awakening and it was like transcendental and I wasn't meaning to, for this to happen. It was not my intention. I was just trying to have a good time. Okay. (laughs) And so, um, you know, I was like, Whoa, what just even happened there? And so it was, I just realized like, this is, I've been a nurse forever and done a lot of cardiac surgeries and interested in helping people and doing open heart surgeries. I'm like, this is the stuff that really opens the hearts up. This Mm -hmm. is, this is a game changer. And then I have like more like my, I have more deep, I have really strong intuition. It helps me more with my discernment, with making decisions. I'm not as emotional because all my energy isn't just stuck down here in the bottom part of my body. Now my energy is flowing through my vessel all the way up to my crown chakra. So then I'm like more, I feel more connected. You know, I, I can, I've just have experiences and synchronicities like all the time. It would blow your mind if I would break it down for you but it's awesome it's just awesome but I don't always feel like that like oh like I've just gotta have a fix like I almost wondered for a while I was like am I like a nympho like why do am I so (laughs) focused on sex you know but now it's not even that now I have the discernment and now it's just like oh now I understand people's energy so it's like all right well now I have a new rule for myself that at first like tantra kind of made my sex life a challenge after I had this realization because it was like you know, people's energy, like don't be with someone if you wouldn't want to be like per- that, that person. Mm-hmm. Because if people have negative energy and even though they're trying to romance you and, and woo you in the moment, if they're, before they come to the date, they're road raging and screaming and yelling at people and they're just not happy people and they're very miserable and haven't worked on their stuff. Yeah. And if they're eating like really unhealthy foods, you know, a lot of fast foods, a lot, a lot of yeah. processed foods you know, and they're not being good to their bodies and they're drinking a lot of alcohol and they're just taking in all these toxins and then you're being with them and letting them literally be in your most intimate space. And I realized, wow, you know, I thought I could just do what I wanted to do as long as condoms, you know, there was consent and condoms, you know? And then I realized, oh, like there's not a bondy condom for me to put on this person if their energy is off. 
So we, you know, we're, we've been there sometimes pay attention. Like you can be with someone and not really know why you feel like crap the next few days. Yeah. Like energy transference is a very real thing. And this is something I talked to some of my clients about where we talked about um, energy management and especially for people who are empaths who are so readily, like if you're not an empowered empath, you're readily to soak up that energy, you know, like, okay, like what is that? And so you're like a sponge to that. And then that way you're forming and sometimes you form energy cords with these people, right? Because you're absorbing all their shit, but also any of their very strong energetic connections. And so that is something that um, maybe a couple of years ago, I kind of figured out um, post-divorce. And then I decided I was going to do all this dating in New York City. And I was like, what is this? I feel like I'm even absor- absorbing some of the traits of the the toxicity or the way that someone used to hate on themselves or, or certain cravings they would even have. And it was like, Oh, this is weird. Like I'm starting to pick up some of their stuff. I don't want that. So it did make it more complicated. Cause I was like, okay, so like, mm, are you vegan or like, <laughs> like starting to question them a little bit more about things of like, what do, what are things that I wouldn't take in or intake that I don't want in my body? Because if you're going to come inside my body, then that's right. that I don't want in there. <laughs> so exactly, kind exactly. of, kind of very so, important. So talk yes. to me about what, um, essentially what you were talking about a little bit earlier, where you talked about sexual transmutation and for our new listeners or even old listeners, what does that mean? And when, how does one do that? Yeah, it's a lot to share just like right here, but I'll just give like a little gist of it. Um, It's just knowing how to tap in and have an awareness of your sexual energy, knowing how to harness that energy, cultivate it, raise your sexual energy through different tantric practices and techniques. And then just learning how to circulate that energy through your body. And then just knowing how to use that energy towards what you're wanting to create for your life. So energy is everything and energy doesn't lie. So even when you raise your energy, like when you open and you heal your heart chakra and you're more, you know, a lot of times we think being vulnerable is being weak. Mm -hmm. But now I've realized that vulnerability is actually my superpower. Me being a loving person is my superpower. So now I'm just loving. And if people are the way they are, that's just up to them how they are. But I'm not going to let that change who I am. Will I keep them at an arm's length? Will I let them in my inner circle? No. But I'm not going to be stressed out. You know, it's just like I'm not going to put my energy towards that. Mm -hmm. But when I was able to open up my heart chakra and, and radiate love more, then love is a very high energetic field in your vibration, in your aura. Mm-hmm. So that that energetic layer of you goes out for at least like five feet around you. So it's right. almost like it protects you in a way. Right. And then you attract other things that are vibrating on those levels. It's like you're at a certain frequency. You're mm-hmm. raising your vibration. So like fear, hate, anger, those are very low energetic levels. Right. So as you keep raising your energetic level up, it's almost like you're changing the channel or the radio station you're on. So let's say if you're watching TV, you're watching something that's like the dramas or, you know, the stuff with the cops or the murder mysteries or just things. Yeah. You know, (laughs) some some things that can be like, but with like a lot of like violence or whatever, like very low energy shows. Like I won't watch things like that anymore. Some shows that I really love now, I just can't watch them anymore. And because now that I have that awareness, but then if you go and you can watch something that's like the travel channel or the romance or something, you know, things that are more uplifting or something that's funny or that's a comedy, right? Or you, you could be tuning into what, let's say, for example, for sexual transmutation, like the lifestyles of the rich and famous, right? Back in the day. So what channel do you want to be on? So when you raise your frequency up, you're literally turning the channel so you can tune right. into that station and then you're lined up with the people and the experiences that are at that elevated vibration. So then other people that are radiating, they're, they're elevated to a higher vibration that like attracts like. So right. you start attracting those kind of people and experiences and opportunities your way yeah. by just elevating your vibration. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden you're, it's your magnetism. You know, when they say, oh, they're so magnetic, then you're become a magnet literally for what you desire in your life. Beautiful. So this, through this practice, people can raise their vibration to allow their magnetism to heighten to heights essentially that will attract in and manifest things that they want. Um, what is, can people do Tantra? 
I mean, yes, like, um, but like, how do people do Tantra with new partners or temporary partners? Or is Tantra practice something over time with intimacy and a, and a uh, single partner that is better over time? Like, what are your, what do you see in that? It's always best, even if I work with couples, when they're first learning the Tantra practices and the tools and techniques, I, I have them do their home play, initially some of the techniques and everything on their own. Mm-hmm. so that they can integrate and embody and kind of feel it and then have that level of mastery. And then you can add someone else in. Mm-hmm. So with partners, it's, that's, it can be tricky because as a female, like if I'm just going to be with someone that knows nothing about Tantra, it's more challenging for me to guide them to like what an experience is going to be just in like a one time encounter you might be with someone. Yeah. Right. Whereas a male, if he already has that level of mastery, like the person that I was with, he already had that little little mastery. He'd already been studying Tantra for a long time. So me being female and I was being with him and it's not like I'm not going to orgasm too quickly and then the, it's game over. Right. I'm able to have the staying power to stay with present with him for him to show me a different experience and take me on a different journey. Mm-hmm. Me, if I'm like, I really like slow sex. I like sex for hours. It's a new male that's never entertained these ideas and isn't aware yeah. of it. And then I'm showing him and then all of a sudden within 10 minutes game over, I really can't even give him a glimpse of yeah. what that could even be. So there, so it's, it's really, it can be very, it can be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. We need more males that know how to do this. There are very, there are very few. Yeah. And I'm working my hardest. <laughs> Every guy listening to this, please hire her. Yes. And <laughs> I haven't really... I love this poem. Um, I think it's by Alana Louise May um, called Conscious Cock is Medicine. And it's so true. And I have that post on my page. (laughs) And it's like, it can be so healing. It really can be sexual healing when you understand that. Now, another thing is males, often they think that because they see, they emulate what they're seeing in porn. Right. No shame to them. No one teaches us and sits us down and has a legit conversation and tells us these things. Now mm-hmm. back like in, you know, for Taoist techniques and things like that, the emperors and the royalty, they knew these things. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't let the common people know it because they wanted to stay into their power. Yeah. So these are very powerful, powerful techniques that were hidden for a long time. Mm-hmm. So even a lot of things that will empower us, we're not always told about. Right. Our parents weren't told about, right? So we don't know. So then of course, when we want to find out about sex, we're going to look at porn. Mm-hmm. Duh, you know? Yeah. And so it's not to make them feel bad about it. So they're, they're getting misinformation. Right. And why is misinformation so easily available? Because it's a lot easier to control people that aren't tapped into their full potential. Amen. If we can just be on the hamster wheel and we can just be like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to go to my nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go buy this beer that this alcohol and, and like numb myself out. And then I'm just going to watch some porn and then I'm going to just let all my life essence fluid go and pass out and then get up and do it again. And then I'm just going to be a good tax paying citizen. And I'm never going to think about anything else or challenge any ideas or even challenge myself. I'm just going to stay in my comfort zone. And we all know that's where all the dreams dies in the comfort zone. Like don't stay and be a robot in the society. Find out what you're really about. Like there's, I just believe like not to be sacrilegious or anything, but like we are all gods and goddesses. We all have this Mm -hmm. amazing power within us that can be discovered. And we are able to really experience life in such a much more beautiful way than what we are are now. It's for so many, they don't know it. If you don't start your own church, like (laughs) (laughs) I I am here for this. I hope you guys really should because this is so true. Some of the things that were are the most benefit for us have been hidden from us for a long time. So we haven't been able to be empowered. And that whole scenario of what you just drew out of like, I'm just going to drink the beer and I'm just going to do this or whatever. That is at least 80% of the guys I'm swiping left on <laughs> the apps. It is, it is unfortunate that that line of thinking or that way of behaving this very um, just unconscious way of being and how much you're, how much we're missing out on, right? Like yeah. how much spiritual essence we can get, our intuition, how much we can connect, how intimacy could be stronger, how like the consciousness that we could have, like our, our, our ability to connect to source could be insane. 
Um, but that's not what's valued in our society and what we've been told. And so like, like you said, misinformation. Um, I think that like in, in this aspect, I love that the way that Tantra had been presented before is that it was just about sex. It was about having an amazing, ridiculous hour long sex, but, um, hours long sex, not an hour. (laughs) Um, but to see that it is, it is more about a connection into the spiritual aspect of things. It is more about connecting into the essence of yourself and then thus connecting to another human or another person in that way is, uh, and not only that, but to also manifest through it. Like I never thought about that as an, yes. As an aspect to that. Yes. And you know, it, it impacts your relationships because really what Tantra does is it shows you to how to have a beautiful, healthy relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. It shows you how to have self-love. It shows you how to have amazing self-pleasure. So when I created the own method, the intention was to show females how they could have amazing, prolonged, ecstatic states of pleasure on their own. Mm-hmm. And that would raise the bar for them so they would stop tolerating the fuck boys. Girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean there's fuck girls too. So, but I'm just saying this is what my intention was with setting that up. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just, it's, you know, it's just a way of like tapping into the power that, that we have. It's just so important. But so we have this amazing self-pleasure. And then when we have this really beautiful relationship with ourselves and our needs are being met and we're, you know, rocking our own world, yeah. then we are having better relationships because we're so happy. We're, we're, you know, we're feeling good about we're things. operating in a black. Yeah. And so we have, yeah, we're not approaching relationships or other people from scarcity mm-hmm. or like, I need you. Cause Oh my gosh, I don't feel loved. And I need you. You've got to complete me. Yeah. You, you know, you complete me. No, we complete ourselves. Yeah. And then we bring and attract someone in that is just a bonus and whatever they bring us is a bonus, but we already know how to do these things for ourselves. So then it's a healthier dynamic in a relationship, a lot easier, not with a bunch of this drama and conflict that, that, can go on. But Mm -hmm. then we have better relationships too. This improved relationships with my friends. This improved my relationships with um, my coworkers and with my daughters. And so even recently, my adult daughter and I moved back in together because I didn't discover this until seven years ago when she was already an adult. And she said, you know, I feel like in a few years, you know, I'm going to meet my partner, you know, then we get married or whatever. And she's like, and or have children, have a family, or they're just thinking of those things. She's like, and I'm just too old to be living. I'm getting to where I'm too old to live with my mom. She's like, but um, we really love having you around in your company. And if you want to run a home together, like I've never been able to live with this version of you. And I would like to live with mm. this version of you. So for someone to be like, wow, my mom has really gone through some changes and she's really worked through her bullshit and all the stuff that I, re- there were times where she didn't even know she would want to have a relationship with me because I would, wasn't dealing with my traumas from my childhood mm-hmm. and I was like passing my dysfunction on mm-hmm. and in ways that I, how I would handle things or how I could be more temperamental and I'm not temperamental anymore. So, um, she, that's as a result of you mastering your energy. Yes. Yes. So she, she knew I had, was doing a conscious uncoupling. I'd had a relationship for two and a half years with a, it was a really conscious person and we lived together and he and I had dinner once a, um, a few months ago, we decided to do a conscious uncoupling and we had dinner with my daughter and he told her, you know, you know, your mother has raised the bar for me. Um, it's raised going to raise the bar. This is the best relationship that I've ever had. If your family or you meet either anyone in your family needs anything, you let me know. And so he was sharing with her how we were going to be, you know, splitting up. We were letting her know. And so she was like, wait, I just have a question for you. One question. He was like, okay, yeah, what is it? She's like, have you ever heard my mom yell? And he was like, and I've been with him for two and a half years and live with him. He was like, no, I've never heard her yell. Mind you, this is where we've already broken up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she was like, so a few weeks later, she was like, all right, well, she's even good. You know, cause it's just like, oh, my mom's been working on her stuff, but maybe when she's in close, like living with her would still might have some things I wouldn't like. But when she heard that from him, she was like, oh, okay, yeah, that then I definitely know I want to be hanging around with you more, which is great because I was thinking I would have been such a better parent to my children if I could have known these things and mm-hmm. had healed my wounds and had this wisdom and this way of being and connecting with others when they were younger. So wow. I'm very glad to be able to show that to her now. 
So what is a person who's just like, just started to crack the surface of what the heck is Tantra begin starting this practice? You know, everyone is a little different. So my coaching packages, I really just trying to see when I, uh, I meet with my clients at first, we have like a discovery call to see if we're going to work together. Cause I don't work with just anyone. I always want to make sure it's a good fit. And then just kind of see, meet them where they are, like, where are they on their journey? So some people will have different things. They may have had a sexual trauma. They may have sexual shame, um, or they may be just too free with their sexual energy and not being selective enough, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just kind of depends on where they are and what their challenges are. So, but just starting even having a meditation practice and other things like that, and just having a different relationship to their pleasure. Those are the things that I teach in my coaching. So. Mm -hmm in my coaching sessions. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's something that's a big one. Sexual shame, um, particularly and people getting, getting used to that, um, men and women, because men, even though we, we view men as some, they're the more sexual or whatever, which is not true. Um, there, there is this aspect to shame on both sides. Um, whether it be porn, whether it be the sexuality, the aspect that you saw said where masturbation is always a fast act and we're neuro, um, we're developing neural pathways in our brain that are, causing us to go faster instead of to be present and to be enjoy and, and like get into the depth of what that feels like to be able to be present and intimate with someone like that. Um, and amazingly, like, also, I like the aspect that you talked about with the heart, the heart chakra and especially specifically for women, when you don't feel like you are in a space of safety and trust, which is incredibly important for the feminine, um, to feel in order to feel that pleasure with a partner that, that being monumental to being able to open up probably the key to that type of sexual experience. Yes. Yes, exactly. And another thing that reminds me when you say that I coach my clients too, to balance their divine masculine, divine feminine energies, because we all are a mix of the masculine and the feminine. A lot of males will repress their, their feminine energy because they have shame about it, but there's not, nothing shameful about it. Right. So when I work with my clients like with males, I'm very, um, I, I want to empower them and show them like no shame about yeah. where they are on their journey. And just even having an awareness, like I have a lot of empathy for the struggle it is in our society. They're, they're humans. They just want to have a human experience. Why cannot they, why can't they feel their emotions? Why can't they express their emotions? Why do they always have to be the protector? Yeah. Why is it always for them to be the breadwinner and yeah. to be the provider? We live in a society, the way it, the cost of living is, that it requires two people to be able to make, you know, pay bills yeah. a lot of the time. So there's just so much of old outdated thought, right. thoughts and stuff our society placed on them. That's, that's really unfair to them. Mm -hmm. But even so with females too, with it balancing the masculine, and the feminine, a lot of uh, female clients, if I have clients that are like attorneys or successful business women, they're very much in their masculine and masculine energy is awesome because it's like being really like in that focus of like getting shit done, you know, you know, taking the action, you know, and, and, you know, that's great. Right. And right. so it does benefit us. And then also for uh, the feminine, for females, they want to like use that male energy and they, we get used to being in, in that space so much more because we want to be taken seriously in the workforce we don't want to be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. We don't want someone to try to push us around or someone to, you know, because there's, you know, different things can happen with women where we just feel like we have to hold a little bit of a guard up because we have our own other fears of being a, a, a female in society. Correct. Mm -hmm. So we just hold really guard guarded with that masculine energy. But when we allow in the feminine, the feminine is this flowing, this creative energy. It helps us actually with manifestation even more. Mm -hmm. And we tap into that, like that is really powerful and really beautiful. So it's just like embracing Especially with a partner, because if you're allowed to surrender and you place where you feel really safe, you can actually enjoy what's happening instead mm -hmm. of feeling like you're having to do something. Exactly, exactly. And then males, they're even more of a a representation of the masculine and the feminine because they are actually XY chromosome. Right. So they suppress the feminine energy so much that they end up going off and joining the military or being really right. big sports fans or, you know, or athletes. And it's just like, they're really focusing in on their masculine energy. So just allowing them to like have a embrace that all aspects of themselves and to fully be seen and fully yeah. be expressed. But with intimacy, it's important. It doesn't matter 
if the couple that are coming together to be intimate, it doesn't matter what gender they are. It could right. be two females, it could be two males, it could be a male and a female. To have that spark of, to create the desire, you need to have the polarity. polarity. So the polarity is one of them needs to be more on their feminine and that this can, this, they can interchange this and play with this back and forth, right? One mm -hmm. needs to be more in the feminine essence and one needs to be more in the masculine essence. And it's almost like a battery, like the positive negative charge right. and it creates this circuit, it creates that spark. So mm -hmm. if two people are being two, you have two people and they're both very much in their feminine or two people very much in their masculine, it's not going to have that same, you know, like that Magnetic. charge, that connection. Yeah. So, yeah. and we are like magnets. Yeah. Like our energy are, we are like magnets. We either magnets, you can repel things or you right. can pull things to you. So it just depends. Right. And I think that's a wonderful illustration. I talk to this about my, with my clients all the time, because I deal with a lot of women who are in their masculine, a lot of women who didn't have safe um, male figures in their life, things like that. So they've animated into their masculine and then figure out like, why can't they attract a mate or uh, the type of mate that they want? They end up attracting very feminine men. And so then they, it's the polarity, right? Like they end up having the spark, but then they're like, he's not, he's not doing this or he's not being this way or whatever. And trying to like access that, but that, especially in the bedroom, um, I mean, I can see that play out for sure. Like aspects of where you can see where those energies can shift and change. It doesn't have to, it's not contingent upon gender. It's just contingent upon energy and where, where that focuses and flows. But this has been, I think, thank you for giving us like this kind of crash course on Tantra and what that looks like. Um, before we let you go, can you please, if there's anything you would like to leave our audience um, information wise, what would that be? Anything that they really need to learn or take away from this interview? Just take a moment and explore who you really are without what society and what everyone else around tells you like have your own experience and just love on yourself. Stop searching outside of yourself for all, you know, for answers or solutions. Like you, you're able to do so much for yourself and just love on yourself and be compassionate to yourself and take the time to discover yourself. So many times we want to look for dating or another relationship, or we're busy trying to swipe on Tinder, but we never even take the time to see what in our heart and our soul, what we really need and the attention and the, the TLC we need to give ourselves. And if we would start taking care of ourselves and discovering, taking a moment for that self-discovery and healing our wounds and things like that, then we can enter relationships with other people without carrying, carrying our old wounds and, you know, approaching it from a place of scarcity and lack. So just having a healthy relationship with yourself and then that's going to help you have healthier relationships with other people in the world. And then our world can be just a much healthier place if we would all learn this skill set because then we'd be more peaceful people because we'd yeah. be more satisfied. So we'd be more know. peaceful people because we would be more satisfied. That's a tweetable. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Yes. I love it. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. And can you please tell everybody where to find you? Yes, yes. Um, I'd love for them to find me on my website is yes, tantra.com. So just Y E S T A N T R A. And then again, same for my Instagram and my Twitter handles and my Facebook is just yes, tantra. And then there they can just see if, you know, my, my packages that I have and find a time to connect with me, reach out. You also to have me. a YouTube, right? Yes, I do. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me. Yes, I have a YouTube as well. And I'm, I'm, placing more videos up there. I'm going to have new videos up there every Tuesday and Thursday. So if they turn off the no turn on the not notifications for that, then they'll get the alerts. And I just also put on a video of someone who just manifested having a partner, a divine partner, um, halfway in through our three month coaching. And she shares her experience with more self-pleasure and the things that I taught her through the own method. So beautiful. So guys, definitely check her out, look her up, find out what she's about because what she offered us today was just us like just scratching the surface in the hour that we spoke um, about what, she, what Tantra can offer you, what Dominique specifically can offer you. I think it's really, really cool. And I'm going to look into it. <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome. So thank you guys again for listening and supporting the show. Make sure to subscribe and like, and tell your friends, share this episode <laughs> with someone you love, and we will see you in the next episode. Yes. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. <laughs>
interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.